It's all about you. What's happening? What's happening? What is happening? J Talks, where anything goes. Anything can happen at any time. I want you to listen to the title. It's J Talks. I'm talking with you. Amongst you, we are talking. And, and typically, I'm dealing with all things confidence. I'm dealing with all things confidence because I believe it affects every single area of your life. And so I want to come in. I want to be able to share with you. I want to be able to uh, guide you. I want to be able to nudge you. I want to be able to encourage you. And so you guys got to give me some stuff tonight. Like what's on your mind? Put it in the chat room. We got people coming in from Vegas, people coming in from Kentucky. Where are you at? Y'all give me a little shout out about where everybody's coming in from. That'll be great to hear from you guys tonight on Jay Talks. Um, I know one thing I was thinking about as I came on to do this program. I was thinking about baseball. <clears throat> you know, I played professionally for six and a half years. Uh, now imagine what it took to get to the title of professional. <laughs> you know, just imagine to go from playing t-ball to little bitty uh Pee-wee, I don't know what they call that. And then all of a sudden you get in Little League. And then from Little League, you get into what they call Babe Ruth. And then uh, you get over into junior high, then high school. And then something happens when high school's done. You either turn professional or you go to college or you're done. And so my story is unique in that I revolted against my dad. Uh, you want to talk about a unique thing to talk about on J Talks? I revolted against my dad. My parents got divorced when I was nine years of age. And my dad, had, I'm telling you, he had raised me to be a professional baseball player from coming out of the womb. He'd raised me. What's up, Albert over in Orlando? Good to see you here. We got Robert in Pas Robles, California. Wow. Uh, Tennessee's in the house. New York is in the house. James down in Florida is in the house. Rhonda from Texas is in the house. Woo-wee. Man. Oh, we got Susan from Utah in the house. All right. Back to the story. Then whoever else is in the house, go ahead and type in where you're coming in from. I'd like to give you a shout-out tonight. I'm going to be looking at the board more than normal tonight, and I need to make that normal because as we grow, I need to get more interactive with you guys. In the beginning, you know, I'm doing a lot of the talking, but as we progress, I want you guys to be talking more. We got, Again, we're going to get the radio portion of this set up to where you guys can talk more. And by the way, you need to get over on, guess what I'm going to say? Being that we're talking about baseball, you better get over to the clubhouse. <laughs> you know, you play baseball. You know, you, yeah, we're always going to the clubhouse every day. That's exactly what they call it 
when you're back there getting dressed, getting ready, that's the clubhouse. That's great. Who else we got coming on? Oh, we got Fort Myers, Florida, Laura. We got uh, Melanie Patipa, Tempe, Arizona in the house. Okay. So I revolted against my dad. I did it. I admit it. I did it. My parents got divorced. Here's what happened. From the time I came out of the womb. I'm going to tell y'all a story so funny. When y'all see my dad next time, y'all going to, I want y'all to give him, I want y'all to jab and play with him, mess with him with this story because I've never told this story in the public. Ever. I wish my dad was on here. Matter of fact, I should call him and let him hear. Matter of fact, I'm going to see if I can call my dad and he can hear this story. I don't know. Can I call my dad? And him hear this story? Wouldn't that be cool? How many of y'all think it'd be cool if I call my dad and I'm about to, and I tell him, I said, Dad, I revolted. He knows it. I tell him, I'm real, I'm real straight up with my parents, man. You know, I talk to him, I tell him what's up, I tell him how I feel, how I believe, and I'm like one million percent always respectful. But I tell my parents how I feel. Look, I'm gonna see if I can get my dad. Who knows if he'll answer the phone? He's he's on uh, East Coast time. And he's about 73, 74 years old now. Let me see if I can get him on the phone. All right. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna try to get my dad on. Let's see if he answers. This is this is a trip, isn't it? Who else coming in? Look, everybody like pity said, call him. Melanie said, call. Who else want me to call my daddy? All right, Debbie from Crazy, Georgia. Tevin said, call him. See if he answers the phone. It's ringing. It's ringing. You hear it ringing? Hey, boy, what you doing? See? Uh-oh, he's on. Dad, listen. Be careful because we got you on a live broadcast right now. And people from all over the world can hear you for talking. Real? For real? Uh, <laughs> My dad said, for real? I'm telling a story, Dad, about baseball. And so uh, I thought it'd be pretty okay. cool if, if people heard this story. I said, now, this is the first time. I've told this story in public. So I told him how from the time I came out of the womb, you basically had your mind made up for me to be a professional ball player. Is that about right? Dad? Absolutely. All right. All right. So I got confirmation. Dad's getting to a quieter place. Okay, now check this out. The people can hear you. Now, uh, you remember when I was in that little peewee, whatever you had me in, that IBM league when I was a little boy, and you go out and you would throw with me before we would go over there and I would pitch. You remember that? Daddy? Yes, I remember. I All remember right. that well. Okay, so then one day, yes. my dad, I, I was kind of not throwing the ball the way my dad wanted me to throw the ball. And I, my dad, he hummed the ball back at me. Pow! Hit my glove. I think I was like seven, eight years old. And my dad was was catching, and he would put his back up against the backstop. It was a concrete backstop. Remember that, Dad? Yes, I remember. <laughs> so you know where I'm going with this story, Pops? I remember. I know where you're going. <laughs> so my dad... He throws the ball back to he. That's a true story. He fires the ball back to me. Pow! So I got the and I'm starting. You remember that? I start crying. I was like, Ugh. I was crying, and and for a little boy, I had a cannon. Up. Daddy, tell him about my arm when I was little. How strong my arm was. 
<laughs> your arm when you you had the uh, you had the speed at that age you had a speed of boys is about 17 18 years old you could throw it <laughs> so i was like eight was but i had an arm of like a 60 70 18 year old like a high schooler so my dad fires his ball back at me and i'm crying and i'm like <laughs> so my dad leans back down i wind up now remember he's got his butt up against this concrete backstop and he's you know Got the mid out, and I wind up and I let this ball go as hard as you could throw, and it nicked the bottom of my dad's glove. It jumped in on him so fast, I didn't think he knew I was going to throw it that fast. And it nicked him, ricocheted, and dad, where did it hit you at? Right in the privates. <laughs> Down I went just like I'd been shot. He said he went down just like he'd been shot. I was, I was like, oh. <laughs> yes. I hit my dad straight. And we had to go to the hospital. He had to go to the hospital. Keep going, Dad. Yeah, we had to go to the hospital. Got to the hospital. And the nurse come over to me and she said, what's wrong, sir? And I just started to point. <laughs> I couldn't say nothing. I just pointed. He just pointed like this. He pointed down. That's right. I hit my dad square in the nuts. And boy, he dropped over just like a rock. He had to get stitches in his nutsack. Is that true, daddy? That's a fact. <laughs> We live in Lexington, Kentucky, yeah, over at Apple Creek Apartments. That's good. Well, Dad thought, you know, everybody's going yeah. crazy on the chat. They're laughing. They are going. They are laughing. Saying, Listen, we straight, you never know what you're going to hear on Jay Talks. Well, anyway, Dad, thank you for sharing that story. Thank you for being humble enough to share that your son cracked your nuts when I was eight years old. All right. All right. <laughs> hey, but you know all what? Right, it's still, right. I must have damaged you too bad because you brought my little brother here afterwards. That's cool. So my little brother came, so I guess he still was straight down there. But he had to, I wound up at eight years old and I threw that ball like, phew, it was blazing. I remember, because I was crying. And then he, he ricocheted and I heard, pow. And that ball skipped off of his glove, hit him right in the testicle sack, and he dropped over and just was laying there crying and moaning. And my mom runs up, what's going on? And my dad's got blood going everywhere. And I run over, I'm like, Daddy, you all right? And I'm kind of giggling at the same time, going, look, mess with me. You see, must have had some kind of confidence in myself back then. See, I got that little fire. Had that, I had that dog in me back then. But anyway. My dad ended up making it through it, but uh, look at that. <laughs> Melody said, you know what they say about paybacks. Buddy Buddy says, the nutcracker. <laughs> Put that one up on the screen. Buddy right, the nutcracker. Look at that. Barry said, there would have been some ass. Look, Barry, if your boy would have done that to you, well, oh, man, look at this. Albert, I'm telling you, man, you know, you never know what you're going to hear on J-Talks. You know, what's the moral of the story? What would y'all think the moral of this story could be on Jade Talks, on talking about confidence? What in the world could the moral of this story be? I'm going to sit here and see what y'all think, what the moral of this story would be. I'm just going to let y'all just jive in with me. Look, 
Lena's laughing. Jackie's laughing. I'm telling y'all, man. My Hasin said, oh, my goodness. I'm telling y'all. <laughs> I just laid it into him. That's how much fire I had in my arm when I was little. So it was, it was crazy. What y'all think the moral of the story is, you know? To lean back, eight years old, my dad, you know, he's what probably at that time was, let's see, he had me when he was 21. I was eight, so he was like 29, 30 years old. Boom. Look at Barry said, don't get Jay mad. That's right, don't get me mad. What else, what could the moral of the story be? Y'all quiet on here, come on. Talk to me, y'all afraid because we talked about these. It's funny, man. Both of these. That's what we was talking about. These. Look at this. Melanie said, I guess you weren't afraid of your dad or the consequences. Yeah, psh, my dad used to tear my butt up. I'm telling you. I got, I'm from the old school south with the parents. They went and got them switches. How I many of y'all remember them? Go get out to the trees, and you got to get that branch. You got all them leaves on it, and they take all them leaves off and leave them two of the leaves on the end so you can hear it whipping through the air. Jacqueline said, these nuts. <laughs> these. All right. Bofa. Look at Joni said, Bofa. Devin said, these nuts can get knocked down, but they get up again. Albert said, he brought the best out of you. Brooks said, I remember switches. Ronnie says, something within you lit up to go after it, even if it was your dad. And there would be consequences. Come on, Rhonda. Now, I was wondering when somebody's going to step in here and crack it out. Yeah, man. Rhonda hit it. Rhonda hit it. Something within you lit up. M. Glenn. Look at M. Glenn said, wooden cooking spoon in the hole. <laughs> hole in the middle. Oh, no. M. That's M. Glenn said, with the hole in the middle. Hasee said, you speak up. Look at Rhonda hit it. You see, something within you, when somebody does something to you and it hurts, because it hurt my dad threw that ball so hard to get me to get it together. Now, was he right to have me to get it together? Yes, I was kind of lollygagging, wasn't doing my best. I was lollygagging, but it hit me and inspired something out of me. So how do I take that? That was a great thing. So maybe you ain't got hit right yet. Or maybe you have got hit, but you ain't came and fired back. You see, on Jay Talks, you got to fire back. I'm here to inspire you because most of you been getting hit. You've been getting hit square in the nuts. And you are not doing anything about it. And we got to stop not doing something about it. We got to rear back and we got to fire on what fired on us. We got to bring the heat Back. How many of y'all can feel what I'm talking about here on, on J Talks tonight? How many of y'all can feel some energy, some fire in you, that life has been hitting you? What did 2020 do to you? It hit you. Pow! Smacked your nuts right up against the concrete. And the ladies go, I ain't got no nuts. Well, have some visionary nuts tonight and pretend like they got smacked up against the concrete. And your ass done rolled over and you sitting there in a puddle of blood. And that's what 2020 did to most of us. Man, look at my wife. She said, it's when you feel you're at the bottom that you got to get the courage to come out. Yeah, I ran back. I let it go. Boom. And by the way, what was my dad going to do to me then? He laid on the ground in a puddle of blood. He ain't going to whoop me then. Mm -mm. 
He was concerned about one thing, saving his nizzards. That was it. <laughs> Jacqueline stopped dead. <laughs> she said, visionary nuts. That's right. You ladies got to visualize. Fire it up and, and, and fight back. Like, come with something. Have some grit up in this life. Have some grit up in this world. What's the worst thing that's going to happen when you fire back? I got stuff firing on me right now. I've got some people and some organizations and some entities that have come at me, pow, smack the hell out of me. Smack me, man, hurt me. I cried. I even cried. And I know they probably even listened tonight. Yeah, you made me cry. You made me cry. I've cried. But I still got that ball in my hand. What's that ball that's in my hand? The ball in my hand is this, this brain. The ball in my hand is the same thing that somehow got put in me, even as a little boy, to rear back and fire it. And I've been having to adapt and overcome all my life. And guess what? For some reason or another, I just keep getting up, firing back. Yes, people have made me cry, like my dad made me cry that day. Hit, that ball hit my hand so hard, I knew I had a bruise in my hand. But I fired back. And I've been firing back. Are you firing back? Look at BC. She says, there are two ways we can choose. Keep crying and feeling bad for yourself or stand up and show how strong you are. Dead on point. That's what we should be getting out of this. I stand up. Look, I brought my dad. I mean, I got completely vulnerable tonight. You know? I'm sure me and him going to have a conversation about this. Like, boy, are you crazy? What you doing? Because he don't like these social media platforms at all. That's why I said I got him on a, on a national, like an international call. You know, so I didn't say anything about social media. He can handle the telephone. But if you say social media, he loses mine. I got to deal with that. What y'all getting out of this? As we wrap it up, this Jay talks. What y'all getting out of this? What's this doing for you? Is anybody getting something coming out of you? You should have something in your fingers that makes you want to type out something great right now. Why don't you type out something great on Jay Talks tonight? Why don't you stop holding back? You got something that's done hit you so hard in life. Why don't you tell the world like I just told the world? That story. Why don't you tell them your story? Why do you keep holding back? Why don't you fire back instead of holding back? Why don't you let it go? Well, that's what I did, and I encourage you to do the same. And I'm telling you right now, what's the worst case that's going to happen? The worst case that's going to happen is you're going to die. And guess what? Breaking news. You're going to die anyway. I'm going to die anyway. Now, we need, in my opinion, to adapt the way of the samurai from the mentality of die an honorable death. Don't just die. Die If you're going to die anyway, why don't you come to grips with that tonight on Jay Talks? Let's see what we got on here. Tavis says, I got similar stories with my dad. 
hit a ball and, and broke his glasses. That's what I'm talking about. Like, get some fire up in you. Mahasin said, this is deep. Can we listen up? Yeah. Brooke, have that fire in you. Penny, tell it. Tyler, and dying is better than living with regrets. Melanie, stand up. Do something. If it doesn't work out, adapt your thinking and try again. James Irvin, no regrets. Now y'all bringing some heat on Jay. Talk some talking about. I'm so proud of y'all. Now some people bringing something out. Do y'all know there's going to be hundreds and hundreds of people that watch this? They ha- it happens every week. People go back and watch the replay of this. They watch it, and they go read your comments. And what you put in there is going to inspire somebody else if you stop holding back. If you stop holding with the pain in your hand and in your heart and in your body and you release it and fire back like you can do with those keys right now on your computer or on your cell phone or on your iPad or on your uh, Galaxy Tab, fire back. We're all going to die. It's going to happen anyway. I want to encourage you tonight to start living every day to die an honorable death. One day your time is up. One day my time is up. And we have to decide right now that when we die, let's get caught being honorable. Let's get caught being a fighter. Let's be get caught being a warrior. Let's get caught not being afraid. So what? We're going to die. And this test on this side of life is about are you going to fire back? Or are you going to sit there and cry with the ball in your hand? You got the ball in your hand. It's up to you to throw that ball. You can't, do, you can't make no progress with the ball in your hand. It's when you let the ball go when great things can happen. Penny said, make it count. Tevin said, never fear. Tevin said, don't hold back. You'll inspire someone. My scene, she picked it up. The worst thing's happening is you're going to die. Blina says, every chapter in our lives makes us stronger and shapes us. We decide how we want to be. Sherry, I fired back so many times I've had to take my socks off to count them, and I'm not about to stop now. Keep firing, Sherry. That's what I'm talking about. Tonight is about let's fire on some things, on some people. Let's fire on this life. Let's let it go. You know, life is trying to take you out. Don't you understand? I look at it like we wake up every day in Africa, in the jungle, and there's something trying to eat you every single day. Now, you can either be the prey or you can be the beast. You got to decide how you're going to live your life from this day forward. You're going to be the prey or you're going to be the beast. Because life, make no mistake about it, while you're sitting there crying and whimpering and moaning, what happened to me like that? While you're doing all that, that lion's over going, I'm going to tear your ass up. Sit over and keep crying where I can hear you whimpering. That's what's going on. I realize that's what life's about. Fire back. Brooke said, get feisty if the situation calls for it. Don't get walked over. That's right, Brooke. Yeah. 
Let's go. Come on, Teresa. It's coming faster. Let's go. Kick it in, Teresa. Let's go. We go way back. Let's go. Kick it in. We got a high school T. We got a high school mate. You know Jerry. Teresa knows Jerry. He went out. Jerry killed himself. One of my best friends. Killed himself. He didn't fire back. He had the ball in his hands. Ton of talent. One of the greatest human beings I ever met. And guess what he did? He decided to go on out. He decided to say, I'm taking my life. Well, now he can't impact and help nobody. Your voice can't be heard in the grave. I had a conversation with him when I went to his funeral. I said, what in the hell are you doing in the grave? We're supposed to be doing this thing of life, life together. Let's go. All right. That's Jay Talks. I'll bring some more fire next week. I love y'all. Peace. It's all about you. 